Welcome to Bravo Breakdowns, your podcast study guide for reality TV. Every Thursday, we cover an entire season of brawling, boozing, and romance, and skip all the boring parts where everyone is getting along. Whether you've never seen an episode or you're a Bravo scholar, we're here to break it down for you. These girls are having a breakdown. Bravo Breakdowns. These girls are going insane now. Bravo Breakdowns. Good morning, students. I'm Lauren Davis. And I'm Michelle Weber, and this is Bravo Breakdowns. This week, we're going to be breaking down season three of Summer House. And boy, was it the best season yet, right, Lauren? Uh, truly, truly. I am um, I'm on board now. I'm in, I'm in this house. You're in the oh, She's in the house now, you guys. This is exciting. I, I have, you know, uh, looked at the Airbnb. I have reserved Ooh. it. And I have even watched into season four. I'm halfway oh through season gosh. four. That's how addicted I am. So oh my God. this is the season to watch, I would say. This is... This is oh. the season to kind of start if you don't want to start with the other two. Yes, and I think that's where this is when a lot of people started. There was a bump in budget. Uh, they mm-hmm. they got a bigger crew. They got mm-hmm. um, a new co executive producer, a new second EP, mm-hmm. uh, like a whole new team of line producers. And you can really feel it in the storylines, in mm-hmm. the budget, in the nicer house, in the flow. We're just we're cooking. It feels more like a like a Vanderpump, like a Housewives, mm-hmm. more like a Bravo type show, and less like TLC. Mm-hmm. And then the house is a buzz with new cast members and uh, old cast members have left and it's all very exciting. Yes. And it didn't give me so the heebie-jeebies except members, for a little bit. Let's talk about like what's been going on. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's yeah get into the cast for this season. So um, we've got uh, Carl is back. Uh, he's back as Carl 3.0, 3.0. this time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this time he's really different. Um, and yeah, actually, as in actually, un- unemployed. <laughs> unemployed. Loses his job uh, pretty soon into the season and lies about it like a 1950s <laughs> businessman and just pretends he's taking <laughs> yeah. summer Fridays for like three weeks. I just got um, summer Fridays. Uh, my boss is just cool with it, even though I didn't meet quota. Yeah, and usually like Summer Fridays, it's like you don't ask for a Summer Friday. It's like your your office does Summer Fridays. He's like, right. I requested our office do Summer Friday, and they and they bought it again. It's like yeah, that's how it works. Um, oh, we've got of course uh, OGs Kyle and Amanda back. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. still sad, toxic, <laughs> toxic. Uh, Toxic, starting a business together, moving in together, and uh, spoiler alert, getting engaged. They had a very intense summer. Very intense summer, uh, which starts with uh, the everyone has- 17-page email. The novella, Kyle. We were like, like, okay, so that solves the uh, question of, is he on Adderall or not? The 17-page email really uh, cemented that that's that's his secret. But but that's actually true. Uh, Hannah was on another podcast when this came out several years ago saying like, oh yeah, there's just a lot of Adderall going around in the house. So. Which, you know, it's performance enhancing drug for their mm-hmm. job as reality TV performers and alcoholics. Like mm-hmm. we don't don't begrudge them that. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, so the season starts with Kyle and Amanda with uh, Kyle has 
cheated, which has made everyone in the house uncomfortable. So they all unfollowed Amanda and not Kyle. So he wrote yeah. the sentence in email. They unfollowed Amanda. They cropped her from photos and then they like removed tagged like tag photos they had of her from Instagram. And Kyle is so livid. He writes this 17 page email to treatise. Yes. It's like the truth. Yeah. So uh, Lindsay's like livid. Danielle's livid. They don't understand why he's so upset with them for untagging Amanda from photos. But Amanda's really hurt by it. She is very upset because she doesn't know why they're doing this to her. Yes. I and it is. I don't fully understand it either. Like, I don't either. Well, I think that's the thing. It's like, so, okay. So then Lindsay is back too, obviously. Yeah. And, and and this is, I think, where we really start to see um, the divide in the cast. We have these right. like OGs. We have these people in their 30s, Lindsay, Carl, and Kyle. And they've really kind of, I feel like, uh, made kind of an alliance where it's like before Lindsay was friends with them, but now it's like, okay, it's the three of us and w- this is our show. And we're going to kind of stay friends and keep the, this coworker relationship and like maintain. Right. I call like, them the axis of evil. They are 100%. Yes, <laughs> they are Italy, evil. Germany, and, and Japan. Japan. <laughs> uh, you, if you guys could let us know if, if we're right. Could, yeah, just, yeah, I'm not going to Google it, even though I have like 50 ways to Google it, but it feels like Japan. Yes. Yeah, so tell us who did Pearl Harbor in the comments, because mm, we don't yeah. remember. Yes. Yes. Thank you, students. We are the teachers. (laughs) We are the teachers, but, you know, this is our area of expertise. We don't know. We are the authority. (laughs) We don't know war. Um, But, but, yeah, this is my axis of evil is Kyle, Carl, Lindsay. Yes. And it's like we see it a lot in reality shows. We see it's ruining Beverly Hills for, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like it's nothing's more unlikable than uh, three people who should not be getting along but are getting along for the sake of the show because they're hiding each other's dirty laundry to try to make each other all look good on tv which is why they're punishing amanda for kyle (laughs) cheating on her yeah so amanda kind of uh because the new cast are like people kind of like girls closer to her age like thank god she has someone who's on her side she kind of go even though she's been on the show since season one she kind of goes over more towards these new cast members right hannah and Paige are the the newbies oh there's one other person that we that is new that we will get into later in the episode because it's it's a it's very dark it's a voldemort situation we shall not name him (laughs) lest he appear a beetlejuice situation we um, shall not name him. Oh, mostly because we, we can't, I can't pronounce his last name, but yeah. I, I don't know. Nor I, nor I. If you guys can write also phonetically in the comments, great. that Thank would be Thank you so great. much. <laughs> um, so yeah, so um, Paige and Hannah and the other person, they are all coworkers, which I think was like a really savvy move mm-hmm. of Bravo. Because like, we're always like, oh, Bravo needs to cast friends. Well, it's even better if they cast coworkers because it's like right. more than being friends with each other. It's like people should be able to work work together well together yeah right, and there's, right. and and this season i think the show feels less like just like recording people hanging out and more like a workplace where it's like we're doing this we're getting together we're going to make tv um right and someone who has a really good handle on this i would say is uh paige who she's is so um, good so good right out of the gate she she's made for reality tv 
especially this type of reality TV where she is very funny, dresses immaculately, but also just like kind of lays in bed a lot. I really enjoy that. She serves. She's, she She's, serves. She to be serves. Sure. She serves. Definitely. And, th- and then there's Hannah, who also, you know, definitely really wants to be on TV. And I will, she does a good job this season. To there, my, my frustration with Hannah is like, we're going to get into people's story arcs uh, here mm-hmm. in a bit. And hers really lift right out because she she dates a British guy who's not in mm-hmm. the house. She does mm-hmm. a lot of like promoting her podcast and showing her family. Mm-hmm. And it really feels like Hannah is trying to uh, she'll get in on the house drama but mostly it feels like she's kind of trying to promote the do her own thing okay yeah yeah. Yeah. and I think I I always really liked Hannah I thought she I mean she's definitely an upgrade from the workers sisters who are both now gone and maybe I've always really liked Hannah because I I really love Paige and that's Paige's Mm -hmm. best friend Mm -hmm. I I like Hannah I think that she I think she's funny I think I think she's funny and I like that she is close with her family. I love her like slutty grandma. I love that whole situation. I think it's great. Mm, I mean, it's fine. You, I, you, I, you, I, don't, you don't like the slutty grandma? I, she's fine. I, I, you know, my grandpa wore a tube top like every day of her life. So I do have a soft spot for that, but I don't know. It's like still, you know, if I was on a show, I wouldn't show off my grandma. Well, cause she's dead. I would, you know, oh. fuck the people in the house, fuck the people oh. in the house and fight with and, them. And maybe that's coming in a later season. Oh Yes. Um, well, uh, so let let the games begin. (laughs) Let the games begin. After Um, the seven, so let's just catch people up on what's been going on. 17 page email because Kyle cheated, but, uh, no one really knows that except Lindsay at this point in time. So Lindsay is passive aggressively taking it out on Amanda. Danielle doesn't even know why she's unfollowing Amanda, She's just doing it because she is solidifying herself as going to be a cast member on the show for a long time by being best friends with Lindsay. Uh, Lindsay's career is going very well. Hubhouse PR is doing very well. Her love life, not so much. She is still fucking Everett sometimes in the summer. And uh, spoiler alert, Everett is the one who told... uh, Oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, Everett is the one who told Lindsay about the cheating. Everyone does know about the cheating. There's another cheating rumor that comes up later in the season. I was getting too confused. So yes, everyone knows about the first time Kyle cheats. And that's why they're all mad at Amanda. Makes no sense. (laughs) Uh, Lindsay dates this this guy, Payman, that she apparently met several years ago because she was already in his phone and the guy just like never called her. Uh, Well, I think... I think she, she met him because her uh, grandma used to worship him and she had a cult Ugh. that did and they uh, are trying to find the next male in their lineage uh, Lauren and is have him inhabit this body. Lawrence is referencing hereditary, which for our students would be an illusion. <laughs> <laughs> an illusion, uh, That is called an illusion. Uh, <laughs> yes. So she's kind of dating this guy payment but he's in Greece most of the summer and then when he's back he's kind of an asshole but she likes that because he's like really good at sex but I don't I don't care how good at sex he is like his vests he wears a vest every time I see him and I find it to be very off-putting like a a colorful vest in the Hamptons I, I I find to be distressing and I'm just gonna say it well that's to cover his uh his scales what did you think uh, of the vest? 
And he wears the loafers to cover his hooves because oh, he crazy. is the, the demon Paimon. His uh, hooves. Come. His hooves. Apologies, Paimon. Which, like, if anyone, like, uh, if anyone can, like, tame a devil from hell, it would be Lindsay. Uh, but. Oh, yes. But. Uh, she could tame him. She could not tame. She could not tame the pain. <laughs> she could not. So what else is going on? Besides, um, I think we. Let's talk about Carl and Amanda because I'd I'd say that's probably the the You mean Carl and Paige? Carl and Paige, yes. Carl the, and Paige, yes. That's like that's the, the so that this is the love story of the season. This is the first love story in the show that I could really get behind. Um Carl, so, Carl 3.0 and newcomer Paige DeSorbo. She's the newcomer. Um but mm-hmm. she uh, unlike most other girls that Carl has dated in the house, she refuses to be a comer. Um, right. She wants to take it slow. So they have yeah. uh, some flirting, a little pantry makeouts uh, mm-hmm. because it's the one place without cameras. Mm-hmm. And um, Paige, they, Paige insists, like, if you want to get it in, then you have to, like, actually, like, court me. You've got to text me when we're not mm-hmm. shooting. We've got to, like, you know, date, uh, like, off camera. Like, you've got to put in the work. So they shoot one lunch date. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, you know, that's still not good enough for her. They make out of the vineyard, but she's still like, I just still want more from you to know that you're really yeah. interested. Yeah. Um, and Carl uh, gets furious <laughs> he's furious he doesn't, and he doesn't he doesn't understand it meanwhile the entire season he's like i just want a girl like i want a girl like I, I'm, I'm 33 it's time for me to like find a serious relationship i just want to settle down but wait like carl you're unemployed you have nothing but time to like court page like she's not even asking that much i mean she's kind of funny she's got this like very long list of things that she wants in a partner but like what she's asking of Carl is not obscene. It's like bare minimum. Yeah. Text me like how my day is. Take me out on a date. Like her whole thing with Carl's like, you only talk to me Friday through Sunday when I'm at the house. Like we both live in this city and you never reach out to me there ever. Yes. And uh, yeah, I get, yeah. It's like, he's unemployed. Like, honestly, they could be, if he's unemployed, he could be making extra money shooting extra on right? dates with her like and he's like he's hustle. like i don't i don't understand like why won't she just like fuck me uh i was taking some license with like what he says but yes he's very pissed off and this all comes to a head in the fourth of july episode i believe when he's talking to Lindsay. yes and, and uh, uh, a little <laughs> foreshadowing in this episode mm. where uh, Lindsay, the unholy trinity, the axis of evil, says yes. to Carl, uh, put her on ice. She's not really into you. Like, uh, before, just put her- Yeah, put her on ice. But what's so funny, before she says that, Carl's like, I'm literally like the best that Paige is ever going to do. I'm literally <laughs> like the best guy that like Paige could ever have in her life. And she doesn't want to fuck me. And then- Lindsay's like, put her on ice. Which, <laughs> yes. Uh, pa- I mean, uh, Lindsay's not wrong. Like, it, she, I mean, like Paige mm. is just not that into you. Well, well, I think that's that's what's interesting is like, and I think that's we'll get into it. So, so uh, uh, they confront Lindsay. Oh, well, Paige, oh, it gets back Paige, around. It gets yeah, back Paige, around to Lindsay. Paige and Amanda also overhear this entire conversation with Carl and Lindsay happening at the party and. And they're, uh, they're horrified. Amanda, they're horrified. Amanda talks to Kyle about it. 
and then uh-huh. Kyle hears from Carl, mm-hmm. and and then Lindsay hears, and of course, Lindsay, whenever confronted with the consequences of her own actions, explodes. Explodes. She's we like, love- this is so high school. Ah, and What's I- with all the gossip? Like, shut the fuck up. Like, what is all this gossip? I, I didn't say shit. Like, blah, 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 blah. And then she, like, just goes into her, like, Lindsay Fury tailspin. Yes. Uh, runs up, runs up to the group, runs up to, yeah. to uh, Paige and uh, and Hannah and everyone talking and says, oh, what is this? A committee? And just start yeah. frustrated, just keeps yelling, like, I just, I, this is not fair to me to do a committee. It's like, what are a you talking go- What is this, about? a gossip committee? Yeah. And they're like, we're just talking to each other. We're friends. Like, nothing but to it's, do with you. But yeah. again, it's this paranoia where it's like these, the old guard is trying to protect themselves. They are so paranoid that they think that like, oh, well, the only reason that, mm-hmm. you know, Paige is like hooking up with Carl is because she wants to be on the show. And they all think they're hot shit because they're like somewhat famous mm-hmm. now. And they think Carl is some prize when we mm. all know that uh, that's that's a booby prize. That's well, well, not true. <laughs> that is um, not true. But I, I that is not true. Well, Carl may be a prize, but to to some to to somebody out there, nobody on Summer House thus far has found Carl to be a prize, and he has tried every season of Summer House. Yeah, yeah. More like yes. uh, honestly, he's been more of a, a curse. The Carl an curse. An ancient curse. <laughs> an ancient oh. Carl curse. Like so, the three balls that we don't know if he has. He, I I think he has three balls. He's he's referenced it a lot, Lauren. But I'm not sure if it's a bit. He is I, these people. I don't. They're so unfunny that I don't know if that's what he thinks a joke is or if I don't, he. I just, I don't think you get comedy, babe. I, I mean, like, it's, I think this is, I, this is good stuff. Like, you don't think Carl's I get? Given... You don't think I get comedy? The girl with two vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> you should really get that checked out. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm worried can, about you. Can you imagine? Can you imagine two periods? Yeah. Mm. Two periods. Oh my god! Mm. And it's They're not both. at the same time. <laughs> and by the way, I don't want to fucking hear about your period. Gross. <laughs> All these these women in comedy is talking about their periods. Periods and their Disgusting. five vaginas over here. It's like, <laughs> shut up. Ugh. Make me a sandwich. And um, that is actually a good impression of uh, Kyle. Kyle. When uh, Carl uh, ends up. So uh, after this, like he and uh, he and Paige, it seems like they get on the same page oh right. and that joke of course is made because these people know comedy um and she, he's like all right i'm gonna do it i'm gonna text you. we're gonna go on dates the next weekend mm-hmm. they come to the summer house and uh carl's like oh actually i'm going to a wedding next weekend and i'm taking another date sorry that i have like that i have like hooked up with before Kate's like okay uh, what <laughs> okay okay uh by the way like she's like 25 and he's 33 and he's like he's so insane yeah he's he's playing games which is why uh when you know it's nice the really good thing about having Paige and and hannah in the house is they are like young independent women they're like feminists and they and she stands up for herself and her worth and so when that Mm -hmm. happens she's like okay well i've got i'm gorgeous i'm Mm -hmm. stylish i have plenty of guys who are interested in me yeah so she goes to like this guy's 
family yacht who's interested yeah. in her. Justin. 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 And then when she comes back, the only bed open is Carl's. So she sleeps mm. in his in his bed that night. She doesn't take the guy back home out of respect for yeah. Carl. And uh, when she wakes up the next morning, Kyle uh, making a green smoothie is finds out that she slept <laughs> in his bed and she, he accuses her of playing games. He says, oh, you're that girl I knew you were. Like, yeah, and she's what? like, Carl wasn't here. Like, it was the only empty bed because he was at the wedding with the girl that he hooked up with that he told Paige about. And she's like, it was also the, like, the only empty bed in the house. So I but, slept in it. But Kyle is furious. He's so um, mad. And um, then uh, the next uh, weekend, Carl brings the wedding date back to the house. Kirsten? Uh, Kristen, Kirsten, uh, very tan, very blonde, very blank. I'd very say. uncomfortable on camera. Like very uncomfortable say. on camera. Yeah, probably also uncomfortable because I think she probably realizes there was something going on between Carl and Paige, and she's like, "Am I just in the crosshairs of whatever the fuck is happening here?" Yeah, uh, am I? Do I look like a fool on national TV? Which yeah. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. I think there's even like a party where she's just like sitting on Carl's bed and he's not there and he, everyone's just like partying outside and she's just like alone in Carl's room. Yeah. It's, and then at the end, he does, I, I will say that he does the right thing by trying to make her look less stupid and is like i just want you to know i'm really into you and i really i i want to do this I want you, and i want you to be my girlfriend yeah. and she's like i want that too and he gives uh, her fake flowers like his fake feelings yeah <laughs> a uh, metaphor symbolism perhaps um Maybe, and probably. and that's and that's where it ends with yes. carl and so Paige. That's but what's going on with carl 3.0 yeah, but I will say I I did like um I kind of loved this romance because it's like unlike uh other girls who like have just like put up with his bullshit, uh Paige mm -hmm. challenged him. She still could like mm -hmm. get involved with him at, like and you know they could flirt and banter and make out, but she didn't take any of his shit and it was fun. It was like it was yeah. like to a, a Shakespearean illusion. It reminded me of uh Beatrix <laughs> Beatrice and um, the other guy from uh, Much Ado About Nothing. Bernard, I think. Oh, and I know um, Much Ado About Nothing about what you just told me. <laughs> I was like, Beatrix Potter? Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on with Carl and Paige. But also, I think, like, Paige loves it, too. Like, she really yeah. loves the attention that she gets from Carl. And that's really fun to watch because Paige is just great on screen. I would call her undeniable on screen. She's great in reality TV. Yeah, what I agree. Carl, what Carl and Paige are doing, even though Carl's kind of a monster, like it's very innocent fun, even though he's like his three balls are getting blue because he just wants to fuck. And he even tells Kyle like, I haven't had sex in three months. And Kyle's like, whoa. whoa. Like his like brain can't comprehend that somebody who is single has gone three entire months without fucking yeah, so, his investment in Carl's dick and Carl's three balls, you know, it's, being it's, drained. It's, it's yeah. too, far too much, far too much for heterosexual friends. But that leads us into uh, our toxic twosome, Amanda Oof. and Kyle. Oof. So I have uh, many a thoughts about these two. First Beatrix, all, wait, Beatrice and Benedict. Okay, keep going. Benedict Cumber, Cumber, 
Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. From um from the show on t- TV PBS. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> from the PBS show. Yes. Yeah. Masterpiece show. Uh, masterpiece show. Masterpiece is rapper show. Amanda and Kyle have decided to go into business together. Kyle, this is Kyle mm. starting his business this season, Loverboy, which is somehow very successful now. His sparkling hard tea is successful now, but we see the beginnings of it this season. This guy is such a, his, his <laughs> mind, like... Uh, he's so frustrating. He, I, I hate him so much. And like, I, I know that like, a lot of viewers like yeah. him, but like the way that his mind is so A to A, it's like, well, we were drinking twisted teas all season and we had, they had a product placement. What if I make my own tea with Amanda and then that's the product on my show? I mean, yeah. And, then I, and it's a great like, idea. Yeah. And then Amanda's like, let's add bubbles. And he's like, I don't want to, but they add the bubbles and everyone prefers it with the bubbles. Uh, yeah, so they decide like they're gonna go into business together. She's gonna do like the graphic design, but she's still gonna have like still have her other job. So she's gonna be working Loverboy part time. But like Kyle's all in on Loverboy, spending all of this money, like all of this capital, everything he saved up, probably only from the show from Summer House. Mm-hmm. Um, so we find out that you know Kyle has cheated on Amanda. Everybody in the house knows, but. Lindsay hears another rumor from when she hooks up with Everett that, oh no, not from Everett. That was the original cheating scandal. I keep getting them confused because he does this all of the time. She finds out from a girlfriend that Kyle was seen making out in April, like with some random chick. And she decides to tell Danielle this because she's like, she can't keep it in any longer. Lindsay's like, I have to tell somebody. I'm going to tell my best friend asks Danielle to like promise not to say anything also she tells Danielle this the day of Kyle's birthday party and Mm. Amanda does like the most amazing thing for Kyle I mean I don't I wouldn't personally want it but like this is Kyle is such a bro like she has a friend who has like a car dealership and gets all these like crazy sports cars and all of the cast gets to drive these like Ferraris around the Hamptons. But he and also gets free advertising for being on the show. True. You know, it's, it's beneficial but it's, to it's, both. It's a cool, it's a cool, it's, it's a nice gift. Yes. It's definitely a yes. nice thing. And then they like pull up in these cars to uh, a Monte Carlo themed party, which is supposed to be very classy and they're like this is Kyle's actual like grown up birthday party where he's turning 36 cut to Kyle also getting like belligerently drunk and like saying at his party like I'm gonna pee in the bushes and um, and and it's like it's they, this, they get all this Danielle, all this you know like Lindsay had told Danielle wait hold on wait also all this food comes out and it's like, and it's pe- like pizzas and fries pizza. it's like it's like, like the same fries. It's the yeah. same shit as his I don't want to grow up party. They just are wearing nice clothes. And it's the same shit in their relationship, too. Right. So, and then, you know, he's like, I want to pee in the bushes. And Amanda's like, I want to pee in the toilet. <laughs> and uh, and then, like, they come out and they're all, like, very lovey-dovey. And Paige is sitting next to Danielle. And Paige is like, wow, they're so cute. And Danielle's like, I have to tell you something. So she, then Danielle proceeds to tell Paige about the cheating rumor. And, you know, Paige doesn't say anything, but then she's like, is, is Lindsay going to be mad that you told me? And Danielle's like, no, no. 
Lindsay's furious and is like, fuck you, Danielle. Like, fuck this. I don't want to be a part of this. Like, you know, like Lindsay, full-blown meltdown, freak out. But of course, nobody knows why Danielle's crying. Nobody knows why Lindsay's mad at Danielle. Uh, Paige has to go talk to Lindsay, like calm her down. Like, we'll just say that we were talking about Carl, blah, blah, blah. But she's like, if you don't say something to Kyle... I'm going to have to tell Amanda because like Paige and Amanda are at this point are like extremely close friends. So basically it all plays out exactly the way mm-hmm. that Lindsay wants it to. Lindsay has learned to weaponize her, yes. um, her ridge where it's like, it used to be just explosive coming out whenever. And there's still a little of that, but now mm-hmm. she knows how to make it come out at a crazy time where she can start a storyline and yes. then seem too emotional to have yes. masterminded it. It's, yes. it's really great work. And she's really coming into her own she, as a reality She show comes player. off so tortured by this information. Uh, so then the day after this party for Kyle is when she's like, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to tell him. I'm like, I'm going to confront Kyle about it. Everyone's hanging out the pool. She goes and she's like, hey, Kyle, I need to talk to you. Also, the way that this, like, whole episode is uh, edited, they just seem to grab, like, every clip of Amanda saying all these, like, amazing, wonderful things about Kyle, which she never fucking says on any episode. But this particular episode, she's like, where's Kyle? Like, he's so amazing. Everything's better when Kyle's around. Oh, I just love Kyle so much. Like, she won't shut up about it. They, like, they like Frankenstein clips yeah. together where yeah. it's like, Kyle yeah. is, I love I love him. him. <laughs> Where is my, the love of my life? Kyle. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Lindsay's like, you know, looking very tortured to Kyle. Like, I, I need to talk to you. And she's like, confronts him and is like, I heard that you, you know, there's a rumor that you were making out with this girl in April. And he's like, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I can't deny. Like, I don't know. Like I had a pretty wild April. I had a pretty wild night in April. So I can't confirm or deny these rumors. And Amanda, or uh, Lindsay's like, okay, like what the fuck? Like you need to tell Amanda so then he's like, okay, yeah, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna nip this in the bud. Like, it's not gonna be like the last time. Like, I'm gonna get ahead of this cheating rumor, even though you're not getting ahead of the cheating rumor if it's now like August and this happened in April, and you don't even realize if it happened. But this was what's insane. So he tells Amanda, like, I don't know if it's true or not, but like, I could have cheated on you, and then. And then uh, she obviously gets very upset by this. And then Kyle is like to himself, like, shouldn't have told her. But the the best part, which is also the most horrifying part, is then he starts getting mad at Amanda for being mad at him for maybe cheating on her. And she's like, how could you do this? Like, why would you do this? Like, why do you keep making out with random girls? And he's like, "Uh, I like... For the first time in my life. life, I've decided, like, I just want to be with you, like, with one girl. Like, I haven't flirted with another girl at a bar for, like, multiple months. And Amanda's like, we've been together for three years. Yeah, and then meanwhile, uh, across the way, Lindsay says... uh, Carl, he needs help apologizing. You need to go help him like he's failing. Yeah. And, and Carl then, says, I kind of just want to leave right now. And they yeah, all leave. You, okay, quick sidebar. Do you notice that Carl's always at the grill, but he's never grilling anything? And there's always just like one huge box of goldfish. You'll notice this. <laughs> okay, I, I never he's did. He's always at the grill. He's always at the grill. 
never doing anything. There's nothing to be grilled, but there's just always this giant box of goldfish. I noticed this box of goldfish because this is the same box of goldfish. It looks like a giant like milk carton because I get the same one for my toddler. Anyway, proceed to everybody going on the balcony watching this like huge fight with Amanda and Kyle. And she's like, you got to make this right. Like, you got to reach out to this girl, blah, blah, blah. She still decides to, like, drive back to New York or, yeah, to the city, which is, like, what, like a three-hour drive or something. She still decides to go back with Kyle. He has to – so this was, like, how everything gets resolved with this cheating rumor was – um he DMs the girl that he allegedly made out with. And this is, he sends her, uh, have we ever met? And so then he meets Amanda and he's like, I sent her this DM and I asked her, have we ever met? And he shows her his phone and it's, and she's like, says we've never met. And this is all I needed to hear from Kyle. This is what I've been wanting. Like now we can start a life together. Like everything's in the past now. Like what? The actual fuck is going on with these two. I have a I have a theory that Amanda fucking loves it. Like there's no way that she would stay with somebody like this if she doesn't like she's into it whatever he's given. I think that's part of it, but I also think, and this is where we go back to like why people were mean to Amanda at the at the beginning or why Lindsay mm-hmm. was. I think part of it is it's like, well, they've started a business together. She Kyle yeah. is the for some reason, the star of this show, like she's on TV because of Kyle. It's like they're choosing to build a life as influencers and reality TV performers together. And if she leaves Kyle, she loses all that too. Even though like she's just starting to get comfortable on TV. She has Mm -hmm. some funny moments where she like is drinking a beer and telling Kyle about the gossip while like feeding the inner tube around her a beer <laughs> like she we see her sense of humor a little bit but I think part of it is she does like uh you know th- they want the same things they both want to she you know she's I guess been working her ass off since she graduated school and right. she wants to you know for it not always to be that way and you know this this will be like a future for them but also yeah obviously I think she does not know her worth to keep putting up with that as you can see from her when she talks to her parents about it and they are uh like her dad is like an italian teamster type guy and he's like furious he seems like he's gonna kill him so well yeah i mean that's his daughter but it's like uh i don't know like do you think do you think kyle's like a narcissist like for real yes i think he's emotionally a teenager like, yeah, and does, I think that's know. part of why Amanda likes him because, like, a narcissist. She's codependent. Are like, yeah, and they're like they they are liked by everybody. They're intoxicating, and like, there's something like you get a feeling that that you're special if like this person who can seemingly have anyone because they're so beautiful and so charming and everybody likes them has chosen to be with you. Yeah, even though yeah. like he destroys her emotionally, like every 14 seconds. Well, and I also think there's another thing at play that they can't really talk about on camera. And it's really, it's that Kyle has a drinking problem. And he's, oh. he's wrapped up, like the, the cheating only happens when he's blackout Blackout, drunk. yeah, yeah. And, and, but like they can't talk about it as alcoholism because mm-hmm. he's about to that's his show that's his job he, they're about to start an business. alcohol line yeah. like yeah so i think that i do like i cut her some slack because it seems like he does get his drinking more in check later but it's like that's the real conversation is like he has to 
get his drinking problem under control and then they yeah, can move forward. Yeah, but like why are you still like like I have not blackout been blackout drunk since I was like 23 years old. Like it's weird. And I still yeah. drink, but like it's like you have to drink a lot. I know like blacking out. I had a drinking problem like and I I still like have it blacked out in like, you know, 5 it's years. It's so hard like, to black out cuz like you just get like so sick. Like you get sick before you can even do that. So Amanda's whole thing is like I just don't want you to drink to the point of blacking out anymore. I want you to moderate it. Right. And um and so then it kind of makes uh, it's actually no it doesn't make any sense he's still to be on camera or like to be forgiven by the audience on camera he his storyline is also that he wants to propose to her and like not only to like make the audience like him but to lock her in so there's no getting out and uh you know she said yes to a proposal on camera which i Mm. guess doesn't stop people from getting divorced later in the show um but there's still trouble ahead so the pressure the pressure of the engagement is causing Kyle to get blackouts uh, right at the arrival of uh, some of our fun, beloved friends from Vanderpump Rules staying at the summer house. Yeah. Tom Schwartz shows up with Katie and uh, Stassi and Bo also are there. And actually, and- I, I've never loved uh, none of these are my favorite cast members of VPR, but I've never loved any of them more. They really seem like really stable, smart, together people <laughs> compared right. to the Summer House cast. T- Tom and Katie are giving Kyle and Amanda love advice. And yeah. Kyle's like, and- if if they can make it, so can we. And Ugh. they can't make it. <laughs> and, um, and they shouldn't be giving love advice because they were... Such, so toxic together. But it was very funny when they showed up because, like, I guess they just got back from Mexico and Tom has been, like, had horrible diarrhea for, like, two weeks or something like that. Tom Schwartz. And uh, he ends up going to the hospital because he's, like, shitting blood. What a bitch. I'm sorry. What a little baby bitch. He had an anal fissure, so he went to the hospital. Are you he kidding the- me? Well, because, like, sh- Katie's, like... Katie's like, probably because Katie just like didn't want to go out. And she's like, I'd rather go to a hospital than like, you know, because Katie doesn't really like to do anything. That's true. It's like the Leah McSweeney, like how she got out of girls trip. Yeah. Was, went to like, the hospital I'll, for diarrhea. Yeah. I'll just, I'll just go to the, like the Hamptons hospital with like my husband's like, because he's like, oh, like my, my butthole's bleeding. And she's like, oh, that's bad. Let's, let's just go to the hospital. So I don't have to like do anything interesting on camera. Yeah, but do you know what do you know what happens if you go to the hospital for blood in your stool? They laugh at you. They say, "Get well, out of here! You know Don't what? waste Bravo's, my time." Bravo is paying for it, so who, who that's really true. Gives a shit? That's who true. gives a shit? I Tom hope they gave a lot of shits. Yeah, Tom gave a lot of shits. And then um, Stassi and Bo, I, and I got to say, this is Stassi's shining hour. Um, mm-hmm. She is like freshly smug and finally dating a nice guy. So when she sees. Um, when she sees Lindsay get dicked around by the demon mm-hmm. Paymon, who is on FaceTime, and she, and Lindsay introduces him to Stassi on FaceTime, and he says, "Why are you wearing clothes?" Because he's the <laughs> devil. Yes, Stassi's not the devil; he's the devil. And uh, oh. Stassi encourages uh, Lindsay to uh, dump the chump, and Lindsay says, "No, I'm going to do what I'm going to do." Which, yeah, you know, she's God like, but it's like, yeah, she's like, it's the best sex of my life, so you can just like fuck off. I mean, she doesn't tell Saucy to fuck off, but but and not in so many Lindsay, words. But uh, Lindsay will always just do Lindsay. 
Yeah, and like w- when he is like finally like really rude to Lindsay, she's like, okay, I'm mm-hmm. out. But she's like, eh, I can deal with some light disrespect for some dick. And yeah. I think that is feminism too. Yeah, like I can deal with that too. I could have, I could have like 12 years ago been like, and I did. Yeah. Same. I put up with you. Yeah, you, you just like put up with stuff because like you like having sex. And then, yeah. And then you get to the point where you're like, I like having sex like once a week with college football on in the background. Yeah, once a week. Mm. You're doing good. Thriving. Um, So then uh, they all go to uh, a bar. And uh, on the way to the bar, uh, Kyle and Carl are talking about how, like, mad they are at Paige that she didn't give it up to Carl and Carl said and the thing is she was like really leading me on like she was like riding her like you know naked crotch against me and saying like I want to fuck you I want to fuck you you." yeah and and so then Kyle immediately snaps snaps and confronts her with this information yeah and she's like why the fuck would you guys be talking about this and why is kyle yelling at me about this like why won't you fuck my friend it's so crazy it's it's like kyle why the fuck do you fuck everybody but your girlfriend like what is what's fucking wrong with you it is wild, and Amanda's so mad, and then he's so mad at Amanda for being mad being at him. Being mad. <laughs> yeah, he's like, why are, why are you mad at me? You should be mad at your friend who's teasing my friend who's in his mid-30s, who's yeah. banging another girl already. It doesn't fucking make any sense. Truly repulsive Lord, we stuff. Haven't actually, we haven't gotten to the darkest, most repulsive stuff. This season, we've talked about the cheating and the and and the whole teasing Paige does to Carl, disgusting. But we have to talk about the dark, the elephant in the room. That is the ED in the room, the limp cock jo- in the room. Oh, the horror! Jordan, Jordan. Jordan. Uh, I'm the I'm, it was like the number one most eligible guy on Hinge. I was about the most eligible guy on Hinge. Like, I'm, is that a function of the app? <laughs> or is that the function of your dick that is not functioning? So there is a new cast member, and his name is Jordan. And he works with Paige and Hannah at their media company that they all work at together, all doing extremely different things at this company. Yeah, like a fashion writer uh and then, most like, eligible bachelor and a podcaster it's like yeah what? well it's like yeah she does a podcast but hannah also she's like i love making these viral videos these videos that go viral it's like where the fuck are you guys working they never say so he is straight and okay so he makes up with danielle but then tells everyone like what she's not like somebody like bring home to mom like I, I would have like bring home Paige because like Paige is here like she's sitting here so like it would be Paige. He's clearly he's a, like trying con- to conflicted. be a bro. Yeah, he's conflicted. Well, he's yeah. conflicted. He's trying to be a bro. Doesn't fit in. He gives off major Patrick Bateman vibes, like major. Yes. American Psycho. He's constantly wearing a face mask. And um, talking about how many laps he's doing at the pool. Like, his workout regimen. Like, what he eats. Like, it's insane. But then he also talks about, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I was, like, 
four girls last night. I mean, I was like three girls this night. And it's like, who was it? Lindsay or maybe it was Hannah. I don't know who said it, but someone was like, how are you making out with these girls? And nobody is ever there to witness you doing this. When we're being followed by cameras. Followed by cameras. And we're together all of the fucking time. And there's cameras in all of our bedrooms. There's cameras fucking everywhere. But no one ever sees you making out with any of these girls you claim to be making out with. The, I think, climax that that Jordan does reach is when uh, Hannah's kind of trying to get him to be more open and honest about, I guess what Hannah's doing is she's trying, she's, everyone's kind of alluding to maybe. He's Jordan gay. Which, which again, maybe I, we, we don't know if he is. And I don't I think it's fucked it. up. I think it's fucked up that they do this on the show. It's like, yeah, this guy is un- uncomfortable on camera. Um, and he obviously mm-hmm. like, you know, he's, he's set, he's pretended that he almost slept with a, Hooker, a hooker. yeah, that home. was it. that was he was like he was like yeah, Hannah, uh, I'm so straight and I was so horny, like I almost just like brought him a hooker last night, and she's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I wish he, I wish he had brought home a hooker. I would have loved to see that. Yes, I wish he'd brought a home a sex worker. Sex worker. Um, and he he claims he tells the story of losing his virginity, virginity? and it's this, the story Insane. from the forty year old virgin where he a girl like puts the, his her tongue in tongue his butthole his butt and, and she breaks her? his nose. Yeah, like, it's, yeah. It's the forty year old virgin and, story. It's like why, if you're gonna make up a story about sex, like make it from a porn, not from like oh, do you know when you grab a woman's tit and it's like a <laughs> it's like a bag of sand? It's like well, we know that the joke is how fake that is. Like what yeah, are you yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah. they tr- so and also he's treating Paige or he's treating Danielle like shit the whole time, he's treating like, her like shit and making her feel like not like worthy. Which I I I really I, I really didn't like that, but I did like Danielle mm-hmm. this season. Like she's getting like dick from this like hot British guy like all season. She is living it up. She doesn't give a fuck about Jordan. Yeah, uh, I don't I don't so love that, her on I, the show, but like she's the one I'm who happy I would for be her. I'm happy for her. She's the one I would be friends with in real life, and that's right. why she has no business on the show. But right. uh good for her. Good for a uh, marked but, improvement from last season. Yes. Uh and so that's yeah, so then Jordan like is out with the girls one night and then he says, like, okay, so I actually have been hiding something from everybody. I uh I have erectile dysfunction. <laughs> And then Which is silence. not funny. Yeah. And then their their whole thing is like, well, we're going to cheer you on and we're going to pump you up. We're going to get your dick working again. But none of us are going to like have sex with you. But we're just going to like. Say you're gay you in, a conf- in our confessionals. Your dick that is not working. But they're all in their confessionals. They're all like, this is bullshit. He's just yeah, he's gra- grappling still- with sexuality, which I don't like that at all. Like, I, I know plenty of men who are like maybe like not the most right. masculine and are performers. And like they do sometimes like they right. like have a hard time performing. I think that's so normal. And the way that everyone treats it like, oh, he, he mm-hmm, must be mm-hmm, gay. Mm-hmm. It's like you're telling me that like Carl and Kyle, those two guys who drink this heavily, they don't have problems getting it up sometimes. Like sometimes that happens. Sometimes people are nervous. Um. But well, what so- we can speculate on is uh, is Jordan is a psychopath. He, I, yeah, I, I, we will, do, I feel comfortable we, diagnosing. We do. We do feel like Jordan is. Yes, we do. Uh, we are in kids. We are in agreement there that Jordan is a true psychopath. I would say sociopath. I don't think. Yeah, I think he's like a sociopath. He's just not honest about really anything, and everything he says is a lie. And it's he just. 
he's just uncomfortable to watch on screen is like my issue with it. Yes. Like it's just, it's just so much lying and he doesn't mesh with any of the, the rest of the cast. He's just uncomfortable viewing. Like it's like, on screen is, it's uncomfortable. Have, it's like, have you seen men in black where it's Vincent uh, D'Onofrio and he's like actually an mm-hmm. alien in a skin suit. That is what <laughs> that's Jordan that's is Jordan. like. Yeah. Oh my God. That is Jordan. Uh, he's like, so- I fuck chicks. Do you have any sugar water? You know, yeah. it's like, have you, uh, almost eligible on him. <laughs> yeah, that's He's totally Jordan. And and like I tried doing research to see like what Jordan. He's not on the show anymore. And I just tried like I went on his Instagram to see like what's he up to. His entire Instagram is just like reels of him skiing. That's that it. is that's dark. It's that's chill. Chilling. That's some dark shit. It's um, so the season ends with um, yeah, the VPR I, I, crew I, I, unloads some wisdom on uh, Kyle. Kyle is uh, super uh, nervous, aka drunk, about proposing to Amanda, being really mm-hmm. mean to Paige, being really mean to mm-hmm. Amanda. And then they mm-hmm. he, he finally explains the story to Stassi that, that Amanda's mad because he keeps cheating on her. And mm-hmm. Stassi uh, basically is like, uh, get a fucking grip. Maybe this is what happens when you cheat. Maybe now's the wrong time to propose. And Kyle just starts bawling when like he, a when baby. He, when he like canoes into the island by himself yes. and he's yes. crying. He's like, he's like, I'm literally alone. Like there, are, I don't know. There's somewhere in the hand, some like bar restaurant, but like they all like go paddle boarding or something, or you can canoe out in this lagoon i don't know what this place fucking is but then kyle like gets himself stuck on like this little island in this where where are they lauren i don't know where they are but he gets himself stuck on this little island he's like i'm literally on this island by myself and he's just like crying and everyone's just like watching him from the shore being like why is kyle alone crying like what the fuck is wrong with this guy it was yeah. a real it was a real um Dark Knight of the Soul. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was um, compelling, but compelling television. Yes, yes. It was symbolism because he's alone on Idiot Island. Um, <laughs> yes. And uh, so then, uh, you know, it, after like being, uh, his having his ass torn by Stasi like Tom Schwartz, mm-hmm. he is weeping mm-hmm. and then Amanda feels sorry for him and, mm-hmm. you know, they reunite and you can see why, how it mm-hmm. happens, how the cycle keeps continuing. And then he proposes and she says yes. But before that was like the most cringy thing I think in this entire season is when he asks Amanda's dad for her. Oh my God. On a rooftop. How did he not push him off the roof? For like his, her parents are there for like their like business venture. Like it's like the lover boy, the lover boy launch party and they get there early and he's like, I just want you to know, like, is it okay if I, uh, ask for your daughter's like Amanda's hand in marriage and his dad's face, like his expression is like every uncomfortable expression you can imagine. Like, he's like, I want to fucking kill you. I want to fucking wring your neck. Like you have cheated on my daughter so many times and it's on national fucking TV. You keep embarrassing her. And now I'm on TV having to tell you that it's okay to marry her. He never gives his consent. He's just like, well, Amanda's just going to make her own decisions and she does. And she does say yes later. Like, that's the last episode of the the show, which is also very interesting that they have, like, a funeral party, like, right before um, 
Kyle and Amanda go off and get like engaged. Like they leave the funeral party to like go get engaged. Yeah. Hmm. Dark. Dark. It was just but- really it was a part it was all part of the funeral. The funeral for Amanda's soul. But it was a very fun season. It was such a fun season. Um, and uh, so let's get a little bit into uh, the symbolism because this season was rife with symbolism. Let's talk about the most mm-hmm. fun part of the symbolism, the, the fashion. fashion. The fashion. Fashion. Yes. Um, yes. So, the fashion so, so good. So while uh, the other seasons, it's been like very like t- 2003 Polo. type White fashion. Pants. Yes. Like the the girls are just like in you know forever random forever twenty one outfit. Mm-hmm. It's like you can't really place it, and you can't really place these people. We have Paige and Hannah come in, and they mm-hmm. are dressed like young hip New York girls. Like mm-hmm. Paige is giving us like discount sleeves. Breeze. She's giving sleeves. me sleeves. Oh. I oh, you know how I feel about a sleeve worn. Yes, it, uh, uh, Michelle's also a sleeve queen, and I think sleeves I'm, are kind of a metaphor for like having the wind at your back. You know, yes. like and like I don't give a fuck. Like I want you to notice me, and like I'm wearing this thing that is like borderline ridiculous, but I don't care because I'm fucking working it, and I have like the person. I think you have to have a personality to work a sleeve. Agreed. And Paige really has a personality to back up the sleeve. She's very fashionable. I say I think Hannah is fashionable in her own way. She is. She's I'm she's like very like men. Very sporty spice, minimalist, and uh, we see the symbolism play out when mm-hmm. um, when Lindsay, Lindsay attacks actually uh, the the fashion of Hannah, um, yeah. s- saying that like like Hannah used to, to be a tennis dad. player, and she tells her, her dad, her dad, her former coach, that she wants to like feminize her, which yeah. like which is fucking crazy and like hannah hannah does say something to Lindsay and is like why the fuck like i don't need to change like the way that i dress and like be more girly or i i don't care like i like the way that i look and i think that's a really cool thing to say yes that and like, like she after school special that's a really cool thing to say it's a really cool thing <laughs> no, and, she, and she does totally call it out for what it is, which is like, it's a way for Lindsay to be like, you think that you're like the mm-hmm. confident, aggressive, mm-hmm. number one mm-hmm. girl in this house? Uh-uh, it's me. And the way that Lindsay has chosen to uh, kind of <gasps> assert her role as like the older woman in the house is to look 10 years older than she Ooh, is. It's a very, it's a very harsh look that Lindsay is giving this season. I think she went overboard on the fillers and I'm not crazy about the haircut. It is giving me, it's giving me Dorinda from Cartagena. Yeah, it's giving, it's giving me, it's very like, um, like the, the, the makeup is very severe. The hair color is very severe. It's like the, a the white color. blonde chop, like choppy bob. Like it's very like, it's like, um, Amy Poehler in Mean Girls to me, where it's like oh. she went with her daughter for to Forever 21 and mm-hmm. like bought like a bunch of leopard shirts and camo shirts and like, uh, just very like mutton dressed. As, you as wrote well. a uh, Lindsay dressing and doing her hair makeup like a Boca Raton, Raton uh, divorcee, which is yes, yes, she is. It is very Boca. It's it's giving Boca, and, and like Boca. I love it for her. She's such a beautiful woman. She would look amazing no matter what. But it does seem like she's trying to dress older to show that she is the authority. Yeah, this house. she's the number one girl in the group. Yeah, and, age before uh, beauty, but she's both. She's both age and beauty. I think we, she's and we. Lindsay is beautiful and it doesn't matter what she decides to do with her hair and her makeup, but 
I wasn't a fan of it this season. And that's all yeah. I'll say about that. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, okay. Okay. Yes. Back. So, let's talk about the tone. So, uh, this tone, I would say, is like lighter, splashier. Mm-hmm. Uh, this yeah. is more of like, like I said, more of a classic Bravo, like reality soap opera tone. Okay. Yeah. No, I totally agree. It is, it is lighter. There's not, it doesn't have this like foreboding, like, dark energy even though it's like a lot of the themes are the same like a lot of what's going on is the same it does somehow feel lighter because like Kyle's still cheating on Amanda but they get engaged and they started a business (laughs) so that's fun because now she gets to plan a wedding and I also just think like shaking up the cast was the right decision oh 100 and they'd made such good casting choices they made such good like uh just production choices in general like uh mm-hmm. the everyone's storylines really instead of just feeling like we're fucking and we're fighting and we're mad and you can't have can't even follow it it's like you really can see the arc of what happens with amanda and kyle you can see it with right. like Paige and carl uh it's really well done so my themes that i had i have a and this will be on our study guide uh quest for redemption which is definitely that is kyle he's literally mm-hmm. on a quest he's on his own island he he wants the redemption he's like i want to redeem myself for like being such an asshole to amanda so i'm gonna propose we're gonna get this expensive apartment i'm gonna put twenty two thousand dollars down i think he says to get the apartment they get it even asking for like you know her dad's hand in marriage so he's definitely on a quest uh i put the false self that is definitely Jordan. Jordan and is, yes. Communication breakdown, which could kind of be for all of them, but mostly for Amanda and Kyle. Yeah, and I would say equally for Paige and Carl. Paige and Carl. Like, yeah. Paige and- so mm-hmm. the theme for me, I would say uh, the main theme is like karma is a bitch. Like everybody oh, is mm-hmm. getting what goes around comes around. And it's like the mm-hmm. consequences of people's actions are finally biting them in the ass, which before it seemed kind of like more consequence free. And I actually have a poem on this one Ooh. too from um, it really, I really think it like pertains to this season. I don't know. You tell me what you think. It's from, uh, it's by Jonathan Swift. Sorry, Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Oh, oh, okay. Okay, because karma is... She has the seagulls? Uh, Sorry. Jonathan Livingston Seagull. Is that a seagull? Sorry. Okay, because karma is my boyfriend. Karma Mm -hmm. is a god. Karma is the breeze in my hair on the weekend. Karma is a relaxing thought. Aren't you envious? That's for you, it's not. Uh-huh. And Kyle is a dickhead. He's a chauvinist. <gasps> he doesn't get that women also exist. They're just objects to him. Miley's favorite guy. He's my nemesis. I liked it when Stassi made him cry. And Carl sucks also. He's not hot. He's tall. <laughs> Carl is an Oedipal hero. Wants to save his mom, but he is his dad. Karma's going to kick him in his third ball. Now, you never know like who Taylor Swift is talking about, but I think mm. that in this song, it might be about Kyle and Carl. I don't know. I don't know. Call me. Tell me what you guys think. I think it's related. Was that like the the show that she did where she was like talking about the Chiefs and everyone like freaked out? Is that when she did those lyrics? He like Travis Kelsey went to one of her shows in I think Argentina, and um, so she changed the lyrics of the song that you just sang, Karma, uh, to like Karma is a guy on the Chiefs coming home straight to me. And uh, Ooh, yeah. I see. Oh, okay. No, the Swifties. Yeah, and, and 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 Lauren and I want to go on record as like we are Swifties. Mm-hmm. Just just because we 
want to say that publicly. And if anyone has has a Taylor Swift study guide, then we will get caught up in our Swifty mm. love if mm-hmm. somebody does that service for mm-hmm. us. Don't come for us, Swifties. We like her. Please. We please. like her. Don't hurt uh, us. For, please. Foreshadowing. Yes. Uh, and we like Lindsay Hubbard. So, Lindsay, if you're listening, we do really like you. We really, really like you. We like you. <laughs> you really like me. Uh, foreshadowing, though. Foreshadowing for our, what we call, shitty scandal. Uh, we had some in this episode, or we had this this season. It was, um, oh, well, I put Lindsay telling Carl to put Paige on ice. Mm-hmm. And Carl thanks Lindsay for her, her words of wisdom and says, you're like a sister to me. I mean, one that I want to fuck. Dun, there you go. Dun, it's dun, always dun. been there. It's always been there. They just finally acted on it. They did it. They did it. All right. Uh, let's just get into We're kind of running out of time. Let's do one study guide question. Um, who would you rather be stuck on a couple's vacation with? Schwartz and Katie or Amanda and Kyle? Schwartz and Katie. I, Me too. I, I, I've known them longer. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting. a, it's a toxicity I'm more familiar with. I'm a, like. Yeah. I like, I know, I know like, a, like who's probably going to like pour beer on her, but I will like it. <laughs> I yeah, I'll be prepared. Yeah. I'll be prepared for her having like orange hair and beer like thrown on her. And uh, she'll yell like, your dick doesn't work. Yeah, so, he'll, he won't I, give up his his first class seat and it'll, yeah, I'll be yeah, like, yeah. oh, I know where this is going. I know, I've I've seen this show yeah. before. Uh, Schwartz and Katie is like, what is it? The, the monster you know or something? Yes, <laughs> yes. yes. That's yes. what they are. And I gotta say, I gotta say, this show is becoming the monster I know too. The monster Mm. I know and love. I'm so excited. I told you. So excited for season four. So excited for season six and seven. I hear five is bad, but we're gonna do it anyway. We're gonna have a guest host, my sister. Um, Yeah, she said yes. She said yes, just like Amanda. I am, as I will be in Mexico. Uh, on vacation. All right. So now it's time for uh, the final segment of the show, our oral exam. Um, So this is a quick essay on anything happening in pop Mm -hmm. culture. Um, And uh, Michelle, would you like to start? You've got 60 seconds on the clock and your time starts now. I will prove that Sergio Carreo is the worst house husband. He's married to Caroline Stanberry from Real Housewives of Dubai, horrible franchise, but she was great on Ladies of London. Uh, So she recently had a facelift and he posted on his Instagram. uh, This is a direct quote while he's crying on Instagram. This is one of the hardest moments of my life. Like she didn't have a tumor removed. It wasn't cancer. It was an elective cosmetic procedure that she had. And it's like, he is much younger than her, which like holler at her, like that's awesome. He's 20 years younger. I, I have no issue with that. My issue is that he is very much still a child. Like he is not mature at all. It's like he didn't he doesn't understand the assignment of what it is to be married to a, a housewife. A housewife has 10 seconds to left. Do three three things a housewife has to do. Be able to drink, uh have a second husband and get a facelift baby and she's done all three so uh, she knows the assignment and her husband needs to get and that's time (laughs) (laughs) okay lauren no i think 
you get an A. I think you I think you proved your point because facelifts it's gonna settle. He'll this is just the first one. He'll be used to it for the next one. Yeah, it, just, it's it like, takes him. Oh, he, he was like he's like, why does my mummy look like a mummy? Um, <laughs> mummy, mummy, Re- uh, ready, set, mm-hmm. go. In this essay, I will prove that Monica on uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City is going to be the new Brandy Glanville. Um, although she is she is a breath of fresh air in this season, she's a much needed change to shake up the cast. Um, much like Brandy, she is coming from more of the underdog story where she has a little less money than everyone. And she has a kind of uh, tragic victim backstory that humanizes her and makes you feel sorry for her, even though she is like uh, the one starting a lot of the fights. In this case, uh, in Brandy's case, it was her husband cheated on her with Leon Rimes. And in mm-hmm. Monica's case, it is that her mother is a narcissist, borderline personality mm-hmm. disorder. Something's going on and they are fighting mm-hmm. a lot. But as the season continues and as things on social media continue, we are seeing kind of a darker side of Monica. For instance, mm-hmm. the uh, lawsuit with Beauty Lab, mm-hmm. although I still don't know where I stand with that. Uh, mm-hmm. It does seem like Heather should have just kind of let it slide. She's her co-worker. She has the money. Uh, but then she countersued. And it just seems like she's in the muck. And she sympathized with Johnny Depp in the abuse trial, which <gasps> makes me think, I don't of know if course. I trust her. She's and brandy. time. Love it. Okay, I give you an A, and then what do we give this season of? Uh, oh God, my my little my alarm's going off. Okay, the bell is cold. This- oh, that is also an illusion. Uh, what do we give this uh, season of Summer House? I give it an A. It was so good. It was so entertaining. I give it an A minus. Okay, because I because I hate Kyle. Okay, yeah, but you hate Hannah more. And <laughs> homework, students, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Leave your own oral essay in our comments or just comment on on how much you like the show. Or give us oral, whatever. whatever. Give us Uh, love. And and let us know if you think uh, Carl has three balls also. Yes. And tell your friends about us and about uh, Carl's testicular condition. Raise awareness. At Bravo underscore breakdowns on Instagram. And that's all, folks. (laughs) Bye. Happy, happy, happy learning. Happy Easter. Oh, bye. Bye.